And welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Grant. My name is Dave. It is Wednesday. That means it is another My Hero Academia review uh, from Dave and I. Um, before we get too deep into the weeds, I want to just say that this is a anime-only podcast. Uh, neither of us are manga readers in any aspect so far, uh, so no need to, to worry about spoilers there. Um, but Dave, so uh, what do you think? Killer episode. Yeah. Kind of delivered the goods. Felt like right maybe, up top. Yeah, right up top. <laughs> right up top. And I think like they're doing a good job pacing this season. Every time it starts feeling a little bit stale, mm. they like they pull you right back in. I think that's what this episode did. I agree. Yeah, big time. It's uh, you know like I, I you know I've been listening back to you know some of our episodes and it, it's so funny. Like it feels like every episode so far, you and I are so hyped on the episode, mm-hmm. but by the end of it, we're we're kind of oh, there's a lot of things that didn't work here. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's kind of been like. The, the trend for this this season so far and i think for me at least like of, of the five seasons it's the first one you know obviously like we're analyzing it a little more but it's it feels like it's like you know start you know start stop start stop i think mm-hmm. this is the first episode this season and it only took eight episodes mm-hmm. where it's just like across the board i was like everything kind of fit into its place correctly and was i don't know i just very well-rounded you know it was beginning, middle, and end. It had, you know, it had, uh, it just, the episode had a really good flow. Yeah. Um, one thing it feels like they've been doing a lot this season is just the idea of reversals. Like, the yeah. moment you think it's going this way, it goes that way. Yeah. Um, the episode does that all over the place. Before we dive into that, though, we should give a shout out to our thumbnail for this week. Oh, big time. Yeah, so shout out to Flame Graphics Art uh, on Twitter for the Lita thumbnail. Very Friggin- appropriate for this week sick man you sent this to me and i was like how perfect is this like yeah yeah super appropriate for this week and i've been seeing him uh post these on the uh my hero academia subreddit and he's been Mm. like redrawing the same kind of key frame or the same art for the last little bit and i saw this one come up and i was like this is the best one he's done so far or at least it's Mm. my favorite one that he's done so far um he's on twitter he does manga colorings and also original art and stuff like that he does have in his bio, though, I did not scroll too far down, but he says, like, not spoiler-free manga stuff. Mm. And and he does AOT drawings. I saw a couple of them, but I didn't, I didn't want to go too far down, just in case. Wow, play but, safe, kids. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. really, really cool work. So Definitely thank you very much. Stuff out. And it, honestly, anyone we've mentioned, like, any of the, the shout-outs we've had for the thumbnail, like, always, we, we, we hope, if anything, you listen to our show and you, you go and check these artists out, because... It's it blows our mind every week. A lot of talent out there. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll jump right into the synopsis. Uh, so you know, episode eight, uh, match three. Uh, it's still anybody's games. The third match continues with an endurance battle between Todoroki and Tetsu Tetsu. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. That is kind of Todoroki's. It, for a second there, I thought this was going to be a Todoroki central episode, and it mm. sort of is. I would say like the the second leg because you know I find they they've been, the past few episodes they've been doing like the tri arc they get their one like a plot b plot c plot within the fight itself mm-hmm. and I found this episode was more like one and two like they were really focusing on you know like lead up top and then the brunt of it and it was mixed in with some of the others to cast too but like when it comes to like main points of the episode it was definitely just those two I find. 
It is impressive, and we've talked about this before. We hit on it every week, it feels like. But this episode also did a good job of, and so did the previous episode and because of the same match, but it's done a very good job of also giving Class B players opportunity to shine yeah. and making it feel like these aren't like just sort of makeshift opposition for Class A to run through. Because yeah. um, you know, the competition so far, if you consider how this ends in the last two matches went it's pretty the competition is very tight right Mm -hmm. um well there's two different philosophies the classes are at this point like by no intention of the teachers but both classes have had to develop their own kind of philosophies you know and we've said this before like class b you know they're following the curriculum they're following the program and they're you know they're they have the time to focus on their skills Whereas class 1A, because they've had all this weird attention, you know, from the League of Villains and all that, like, they've had to, like, experience and, like, like they're, they're just, it's, they're adaptable, right? So it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's bound to be a match like this because they're, you know, it's, you know, an immovable object versus an unstoppable force kind of mentality between the two, like, you know, like I said, two different philosophies coming head to head. So yeah. it's, uh, but Dave, this, the way this episode, I, I could not believe they open the episode like just full on Sakuga. Like, let's fucking throw the budget at this episode. I couldn't believe it. Yo, that was maybe some of the best they've done in the show. That was Ever. obscene. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't. Yeah, and I'm, I'm stoked that they gave that moment to Lita. I don't know why, just because he's a. I think he's a good character. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, it's just creative, right? You think in your head like, who has some of the, the most aesthetically or visually appealing quirks? You don't mm. always think of the guy that runs fast. Yeah, I mean, you the just, race car guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it just felt like they were like, okay, be creative. He runs fast. What if he ran really fast? Mm. <laughs> like, what would that look like? But, like, they just they completely kind of turned his quirk on his head with this new move. And it's like two, three straight minutes of him just whipping around, kicking I ass. Believe, I could not believe the time that was invented like it there was no breaks it's like you said it was yeah. like two or three minutes the, the the animation did not take like a it didn't pull back at any point mm-hmm. it just stayed consistent fat like fat it was beautiful like honestly probably the most beautiful animation this season by far it, definitely honestly, the season 100 percent. the last the last scene that looked this good was the overhaul fight up in the sky oh yeah yeah and even then, that. that was obviously that's like better because that was that was dope <laughs> but like you know that was like the season finale yeah more or less or at least you know obviously it wasn't the season finale but like to that yeah, arc, the arc, that was, yeah. The, it was the closing it out and i and honestly like i think back the best part of the scene there's a point where it honestly looks like he's he's like a transformer and he's actually taking the shape of like a car or, or a motorcycle like, yeah his for his a body. second there i remember that <laughs> and i was like yeah but the they really lean into again this has been a theme this season but they really lean into each character finding their niche within their quirk yeah of like you know just leaning into what makes it unique and what makes it or what a way of you know making it that much better and it's all across this episode. I, I don't want to jump ahead but there's a really cool moment a couple of really cool moments this episode but lita kind of like opens like unreal opener like yeah this yeah, best opener by far this season. He pulls the, because uh, it looks like he's about to lose right at the end of the last episode. Then he says, he's got this up his sleeve. He kind of mm. turns uh, turns thing around on the softening guy, whose name I forget. Mudman. Mudman. 
And then, so Budman's like, hey, well, fuck this, I'm out. So he yeah. sinks through the ground and decides to go help his teammates. Um, after just killer, all that killer animation. Um, yeah. Then we go to Ojiro. He's the one with the tail, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it looks like he's kind of on the back foot against yeah. this spiral gyrate guy. Yeah. And for a sec there, I was like, huh, I wonder if we're not going to see Lita for a while. <laughs> nope. And then he's like, <laughs> <laughs> just shows uh, up just fucking yeets this guy snatches him going yeah did, did you catch that moment was that I, who says it is it ojiro one of the guys has a good zinger he goes he even talks faster in this form <laughs> yeah i think it was ojiro <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good um then o- poor ojiro he he has a bit of a raw deal this episode like he does he, he has and there's you know i guess is the and I didn't notice it, Leanne, because we we were rewatching it the the second time, and Leanna pointed it out to me. They make a reference to um, the horse girl and someone else make a reference to him being ordinary. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Is that his superhero name? Oh shit! I have no idea. And I was, <laughs> and I was like, oh shit! Are they like talking smack on him right now, saying like you know he is just ordinary? Interesting. He hasn't, he's one of those characters that hasn't had a big moment yeah. or, you know, like a Red Riot episode or anything like sure. that. Yeah, Not yeah. saying that, you know, that doesn't mean that every character needs one, right? Because then it's hard to, like, have a show. Yeah, no, agreed, absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, he, you're, you're right. He does kind of get a bit of a raw deal in this one. Um, but Lita bails him out. Then we go to Todoroki. And, th- like, this is, like, I mean, we're approaching maybe the eight-minute mark would be my loose guesstimate uh, at this point in the show. And this is, like, the second time they bust out good animation. Um, yeah. And it's this this episode's pretty consistent for how, how far they push it. But yeah. he's kind of, he seems to be losing against uh, Tetsu Tetsu. We go mm-hmm. back to that same flashback as we did in the previous episode about him sort of training under duress. Ta- Endeavor towering Endeavor. over him. Yeah. And Never then, noticed the vom- I know I only noticed the vomit the second time around. Yeah, same here actually. <laughs> um, but yeah, then he goes. Then he quote you know. Then he goes for it, and uh, he goes Super Saiyan, uh, and he goes as hot as he can. You know, he uses the flame instead mm-hmm. of the ice because he he was trying to use flames beforehand. Tetsu seemed to be completely unaffected by it, and then he just sort of raises the temperature, and this is sort of where their stalemate starts. I love, I know, I feel so bad. You were, you called him, uh... Discount Red Riot. Discount Red Riot. But he actually, in this episode, he has a couple of really good moments. Yeah, and 100%. There's, is the kill, is it this scene? I'm not sure if he does it again later, but is it in the scene where he talks about, like, he goes into the kiln and he learns to temper his own steel? It's towards the end, I think. Um, oh, okay, well, it's not in this scene. Eh? But 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 yeah, I mean, we can cover it now. That's a killer episode, and it's it's a or a killer moment, I should say. And I love. Oh, sorry. I'll, no, no, no. You go. I was just gonna say it. It's this theme about people making their quirk work for them, or finding you know the the niche of their quirk, or just finding these ultimate moves, or whatever you want to call it. That's been a very consistent theme throughout yep. the entire show, mm-hmm. and it's cool to just see that even characters that are off screen or don't get a ton of time it's like hey the last time you probably saw him in action was in like seasons two or three yeah but you should probably assume that somebody you haven't seen has probably been working at it 
Yeah. Um, just because of how much the show is kind of paying off all the quirk mechanics. Um, it's like these characters aren't really standing still when you don't see them. They change quite a bit. Obviously, Shinsho life is a really good example of that. You know, life goes on surrounding all these characters. Yeah. You know? And that's, I think, kind of some impressive writing, right? Because it's a lot easier just to leave characters in stasis, mm. especially when you have dozens of them. Yeah. And this is where we left you last, and nothing really has progressed for them. Yeah. Only, you know, like, they've been off screen. The yeah. They've been on the pause button. Um, I just, yeah. I, I love the, you know, because at the end of the day, it's a show about, you know, people in, in this world that have like superpowers and but even then like the rules of the world still fit to this quirk like you know he yes he's made out of steel and like the fact that he's going in an oven is like highly improbable mm-hmm. in surviving but like it still makes sense like on a science perspective because that's what you do to steel you heating it up to toughen mm-hmm. it up mm-hmm. and it's just hammer it's, the impurities out yeah it just honestly like it's it's so simple but it's so smart and so genius and it was you know we i think it was last episode when we were kind of both you and i were really impressed with just the kind of the the back and forth between class like this group of class b it seemed mm-hmm. natural and i was like this is just like another natural moment like this tetsu tetsu guy is getting really good you know exposure i find like there's there's a couple of class b characters that they've been giving the highlights to which yeah. also makes me think that they might be coming around more right soon. you know like tetsu tetsu and kendo tetsu and... yeah and uh wait kendo's the big hand girl right yeah yes that's who i was thinking of yeah i agree yeah. um so that starts that conflict we hit pause on that and we go to shoji because mm. he's chasing down this horn girl and he turns into machamp <laughs> yeah that was sweet. Uh, he, same same deal, right? He's been working on it. <laughs> um, and then Ojiro shows up because he's been rescued by Lita previously. Mm-hmm. So he shows up to back up Shoji. And these are the two characters I constantly mess up or confuse with one another. So this should be fun. Um, they briefly have an advantage over the horse uh, horse chick. <laughs> the horn girl. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, the, you know, Mr. Soft... Soft man, soft making, uh, the flaccid fellow yeah. shows up. <laughs> no, but yeah, the mud man shows up. And this is kind of what I was talking about at the top of the episode where it's like reversal, reversal. I have the advantage. Mm-hmm. Now they do. Now we do again. That's kind of like all that shit just happened really, really fast. It's flip flopping without like the, you know, like not the, you know, like not like the bad connotation of flip flopping, but it's just, you know, it's like chess. It's like, you know, they're moving, you're moving, they're moving, then you're moving. You know, it seems natural in a fight. Yeah, there, uh, there's a lot of... I think it was in um, early part of season four of Attack on Titan. I remember it was one of the action-heavy episodes, and I won't spoil it here, but I remember saying that to you, like, a couple of action seasons, it was just like, now you, now me, now you, now me. Yeah. And when you care so much about these characters and there's high stakes, it's like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like, who's who has the upper hand? Yeah, and it changes to moment to moment for the duration of that scene. And that's also just really cool visual storytelling. A lot of the time, there's like no lines at all, right? Mm-hmm. It's just action, action, action. So I think that was very cool, this brief, quick two-on-two that happens. Um, but uh, briefly, eventually, the horn girl um, is able to get, you know, she sees kind of an opportunity while she's wrapped up by Ojiro, and she flies herself and him. <laughs> into jail yeah. which i respected 
that was awesome. Just the like the force of her blasting through and like slamming into the cage. Yeah. And then it cuts to Vlad and just the smug like look on his face. It was nice because yes, he's biased. Oh yeah. But it honestly looked like a proud look. You know, it's you know, it's hard to say like, you know, this is kind of just like kind of world building in in my own head, but it's like what's the dynamic in this class like who's running the show, who's a follower, who's struggling. Yeah. So, you know, whether it mattered, you know, because, you know, even then, like, this is jumping ahead, but, like, she makes points of, like, she does not want to be the reason to lose. Yeah. 100%. I'm sure none of them do, but, like, they really hit that home this episode with her. Mm-hmm. And just for her to have that, you know, put that point away, it was it was a cool moment. Like, you know, obviously, you know, she's not in our class that we're used to, but she, she put points on the board. Yeah, it's another good example of them giving a character a moment with little build-up or context, right? We've seen this particular show do that successfully over and over. They just Mm -hmm. seem to be able to do that, which is really impressive considering how hard it is to make an audience care about a character they don't know. Yeah. Um, Then we go back to Todoroki and Tetsu Tetsu. Another flashback. Mm. More animation. Todoroki is cursed with flashbacks. He really is. I think, you know, I'm curious your thoughts. Like, I've always considered him like a a 1A character, pardon the pun, but like a front and center character. You know what I mean? Like, you can yeah, tell he's that the they're... He's, yeah. yeah, they're building up He certain, sells tickets. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. building up certain characters, and that's obviously Deku and Bakugo. And, but I think Todoroki is right there as well. Absolutely. Um, you know... They're, they're investing very heavily in his relationship with Endeavor, who is clearly also an important character. So, yeah, like, sometimes it might feel a little forced when you give us four flashbacks and two episodes, and they're all the same. Yeah. Um, but whatever. I mean, it you know, it it's a little heavy-handed, but it does the job because he has this flashback, and he goes to Super Saiyan 2. Yeah. And um, <laughs> he, you know, the animation in this sequence is pretty great. Yes. Um, it it seems like he finally gasses Tetsu Tetsu, um, or he's right on the edge of doing that. Um, do you know what I thought was cool in this? And I don't know if it was intentional or not, but do you remember last episode when Endeavor, it cu- it cuts to Endeavor and there's like the high speed chase, and then he catches up with the villain and mm-hmm. he puts him down by more or less like grabbing his arms and just heating him out. Yes, and he taps. Oh, Todoroki right. does Todoroki does the exact same thing. I he didn't does, like, even fucking catch that. He goes for the shoulder, and I was like, oh, okay. Well, there's... Yeah. Obviously, like, they're very heavy-handed with the comparisons between Todoroki and his father, obviously. Yes. Because their stories are so intertwined, with just with the ability, the quirks alone, and then the drama. But, you know, it's... Yeah, I don't know. It, it, was, it was really cool. Like, it looked awesome. Yeah. Not, it wasn't, like lita levels of animation you know it was was high end that could have been its own episode highlight you know absolutely the fact that those both of these fights and these like power-ups for the two of them were in the same uh episode is pretty cool yeah it makes me wonder if next episode is just gonna be you know one frame per second (laughs) (laughs) maybe they blew their budget on this but anyway it's pretty killer um Right as Todoroki is about to deal what looks like the final blow, the soft fellow, flaccid man, <laughs> mud man shows up to <laughs> intervene. Um, is he? Does he knock out Todoroki, or he's about to knock no, out? He, what happens here? I can't remember in the in the. Mess. I think there's. I think they're separated, and Todoroki is winded, and then he 
essentially fl- you know flaccids the floor and a pipe knocks out Toto. oh yes yes it yes, falls yes. down and knocks everything out. yeah you know yeah yeah the supporting beams go down the yeah. pipe comes down smacks Todoroki in the head um right as he's losing consciousness and finally going down because you know tetsu tetsu's down Todoroki's also going down lita shows up and saves him at the fucking speed of light yeah that crazy son of a bitch what an mvp of this episode like big time and <laughs> yeah. then you know you think of this tournament so far i would say oh well, dude, TV, sure. well actually you know what that might not be who do you got <sighs> who's done more than lita at this point in this well brief exercise so let's put it in perspective lita had all he has really done is get other people of his team out of the way he has not really done much of progressing the victory for their team He's damage control this episode. Fair enough. So, so in that manner, I would say he's the MVP of this episode by far. Yeah, Maybe, they would have lost know, several times if it wasn't for him. Absolutely, because yeah. he was stuck saving saving everyone's ass more or less. MVP of the of the tournament, or I guess this arc so far. Hmm. God, I hope Deku pulls some crazy shit. It's got to. I'm excited. For, I'm, I'm, I'm more Doria excited for the, 1v4s, those bitches. <laughs> yeah, I'm more excited for the Bakugo episode, if I'm being honest. That's next one, right? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. But I would say Froppy had some good moments in the first fight. Eh, she had some clutch good-ish. moments. Good-ish. Good-ish. And Not Lita. She, mm, well, she took and, the win, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, fine. Uh, it's, yeah, we're, we're getting stuck in the weeds here. But um, I I'll tell you right now, though. If they give us some lame, like, Bakugo blows it on his ego because he's being stupid. You and I bullshit. had wondered that if that was the case. If they do this in season five of the show, when they've already done that in season one of the show, I will be not too impressed. Because so much of this has been about growth, like like this yeah. episode, for example. Um, I want to talk about the Bakugo thing at the end of the episode. Um, yeah. But, but okay, so anyway... Um, where are we? Basically, Lita rescues Todoroki, and then the flaccid fellow, in another uh, quick moment of, you know, counter, he drops a building on them. Mm, yeah. And it look, you know, with it, an assist from Tetsu Tetsu, who's like out, assist. who's like out, and then like has enough just to smash his head on something. Yeah. <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> so, I think uh, it's every but just about everybody is down. There's like a cool moment of like biased commentary again. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got one each in in prison right at this point, right? Yeah. Who's in prison for the Class B team? The Gyrate dude. Gyrate, yes, yes, yes. Because Lita got him in prison. Oh, I guess yeah, Lita did put points on the board. That was him. Yeah, so Lita put him in prison, and the Horn Girl got I think it was Ojiro in yeah. Uh, prison. Yeah. And then sh- she pulls at her own MVP moment because she shows up. She picks up two of her boys and Todoroki. Hmm. Um, she flies up high to avoid Shoji because he doesn't seem to be able to do anything about opponents in the air, which seems hmm. like an oversight that I wouldn't have realized. And I, I was like, huh, so what are you going to do? And I completely forgot about the point that the whole thing runs on a clock. Yeah. I, I you know, we haven't... Is that the first time the clock has run out i would say yeah i think so absolutely. yeah i like it felt like the clock wasn't even a mechanic at this point like i, I never remember a character being like we're gonna run out of time like it mm-hmm. just sort of kept 
the the you know what I mean? Like the I think there's been mentions of like we've wasted too much time on doing this, right. but like not in the the instance of like the time is going to run out of we wasted time against our target kind of thing. Yeah, but yeah, no, definitely the first time they've done that. So it ties. It ties one one. Um, that was you know, but I gotta tell you like the use of all the reversals and all the counters yeah. and the this and that all the back and forth we've talked about giving the audience a tie at the end i was like yeah okay that's pretty good i didn't see that shit coming i didn't see it coming at all i was like ah yes now now it's gonna be extra dire yeah so i was down with that you know they like sort of like say some stuff about justifying it they're like hey you know running away and waiting for help is a good option if you're a real hero yeah 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 fine and lead it to he had a lot of moments this episode where like he was analyzing he was no you have to rescue the civilians for you have to rescue people first yeah. And that was his reasoning for, you know, snatching up, uh, or attempting to grab Todoroki instead of going for, like, Mudman or, or Mudman or, or whomever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's just very telling of his character. And, yeah, I'm, I'm down for the leader show. Yeah. Which will never they, happen, but yeah. in my mind. <laughs> yeah. But they, he wakes up with, uh, not with, but him and yeah. Todoroki wake in the, up. In the hospital. In the yeah. hospital. And they have their own lessons, like you just said. You know, Todoroki also says he was a little bit too slow on the uptake. You know, he doesn't use his fire enough, which yeah. we've also that's been a very consistent theme throughout the show. Mm-hmm. So it'll be curious to see where this guy go or with where this goes. There's another brief moment with the class B guy being annoying. What's is he's is his name Copy or something? I don't. Uh, I think that's his quirk. Okay. Yeah. But that know. dude, that he puts in a fucking performance when he just like the way they shot him, like it, starting from his feet and slowly working up, and the camera angles cutting, and just like the animation style kind of has that. I don't even know how to describe it. just that shrill look, like dark and like extra. It was almost like the the borders were bigger kind of thing, mm. and just the voice, the guy's voice is just he does sell it. Oh yeah. Yeah, you, know, you got to give it up right when it's good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's annoying, but that's the point, and he sells yep. it, and it's usually a little bit funny. And he's used as, he's used as like, the narrative for the next episode. Like, he's teeing up, which I, I don't so I'm, get. It was I'm very weird. I'm so confused by that, dude. This is what I wanted to ask you about. Who is this girl, Why yeah. is it re- and why is it remotely relevant or connected to Bakugo? Are we supposed to know this? I know, I don't think, I think, because that's the thing, because it cuts to Bakugo and, like, his team. Yeah. And he clearly has just told them something, and they're all like, what? Like, you know, so I'm wondering, I think, I guarantee you we're going to get, like, a ten minute long, or not ten minute, we're going to get, like, a five minute long flashback of Bakugo right. and this girl somehow. Right. And they're going to have some history. Yeah, okay, because I was like, you know, I would not blame it either of us if we like met her in an offshoot of a random scene like three seasons ago and we just don't remember i honestly don't remember like i've I've seen her key art before and i've seen fan art before so i don't know if she's a big deal or not but i i have no idea okay so you you don't know either okay no 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 all right well that that makes me feel better because i was like i don't understand the relevance and why are people looking at bakugo like what but anyway like is it his girlfriend yeah. And they've been like he's been, you know, because because he's like kind of a loner. He doesn't do stuff with everyone. He could be off yeah. doing his own thing, you know. That's you know, it's it could it could be anything, honestly. But I'm I'm curious, and I'm, I, I'm stoked for Bakugo to have an episode. <sighs> I don't want him to blow it. We're eight episodes into the fifth season, and Bakugo has had like two scenes. So hopefully, you know, as a big character, they give him some cool moments. 
He's gonna get some Sakuga for sure. Oh yeah, they better. Yeah, it's gonna. And I'm ready. Nice. You know, presumably we've got two of these left at least. Two matches, probably multiple episodes of matches left. Mm. Um, and then I'd like, I'd like to shift from that to some more villainy, almighty, all for one, one for all oriented type stuff. Dave. I'm I'm enjoying these fights and I am looking forward to like these coming fights because I want to see everyone show their stuff. Yep. But but I'm 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 bored. Yeah, I'm yeah, kind of like uh, you know, the these and I'm not like shitting on it, but, no, but no, no. these types of um, what, what would you guys like a tournament isn't a plot mechanic, but it's like these types of storylines are really great especially when it's early on and you need to establish who's who and who's good at what and you want to like build relationships like that's why you know the festival and the tournament season two and all those exercises in season one were really great because you know you had to learn about all these characters and see what they were like together that like that was like basically 90 percent of season two um or maybe not 90 but a lot yeah. But, you know, we're, like, five seasons deep. I'd like yeah. to see, like, the main thread continue. And, I mean, you know, you could argue that, like, them becoming pro heroes is the main thread, and this is a step toward it. Yeah. But this also feels a little bit, I don't know, retrospective yeah. of the no, show. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I'm ready to see uh, it's just, where the main thread goes. We're just in that weird middle ground, right? Like I said, like, we're, we're both enjoying it. We're both, like, you know... <sighs> It all just feels like we're, we're watching all this other stuff. We're seeing some of the key characters. We're seeing some progression with them. But it's all just leading to the Vessels moment mm-hmm. um, of, you know, Shinsho and, and Midoriya. So, like, you know, it's... I don't know. Like, I'm like... It's weird. Like, I'm just in, like, a weird middle ground. You know? Yeah. And I think that's fine. Like, it's there's nothing wrong with, you know... It's good to question what you like and what you're watching, right? And 100%. But uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm like it's Bakugo. That's that's gonna be the juice. I'm sure. Give me all the Bakugo. Oh yeah. I think that wraps it for this episode. I believe so. You see what you did? How dare you? You see? You see? I'm not gonna say her name because then she's gonna start talking to me. But, the, <laughs> but like, that scared the bejesus out of me. <laughs> that scared me. I thought someone was breaking into your. Car. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, okay. Well, I'm leaving that in. We're leaving that in. Um. I would. I was just gonna say at the end there. You know, fortunately, uh, I'm excited for next episode, and I also want to say we're watching lots of other stuff. Um, lots of in stuff. addition and in parallel to uh, My Hero Academia, if you haven't checked out the post show that drops on Fridays, um, this Friday we're gonna talk about a bunch of stuff. I'm still watching. We're still watching. You know, Jujutsu Kaisen, Tier Eternity. I got lots to say this week on Castlevania. Ooh. Um, so yeah. Stay tuned for the post show. Um, I'm excited, guys. Come join me. I'm excited. Yeah, it's gonna exactly. Be good. Um, tune in, like, comment, subscribe. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Later, guys. Thanks. Cheers.